My name is Kevin McNally. Let's amplify your message on The Kevin McNally Show. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2024. Personally, 2023 can, yeah, exit stage left. I have uh, no interest, frankly, in about the last four years. I mean, yeah, there's been upsides to the last four years, but I I think many people are struggling more than ever, or at least that's what it feels like. That's what I see on social media. That's what I see some friend, see from friends. People are struggling. People, I'm sure, always struggle. But for us, we're alive now. This is our struggle. And I think people are really saturated and maxed out. I know I am. And the last few years have just been on balance, not always positive. Like many people, I've had great suffering, loss, surgeries, dilemmas, but there's been a lot of upside too. So, as always, we want to, you know, focus on that upside, those positive things. And it can be really hard, and I've talked about this plenty of times, it can be really hard to stay focused on the positive, on the upside, because we are inundated. It feels like we're, it's overwhelming at times, but it's important that we stay positive. My grandmother on my father's side, my dad's mom, she lived to 100 years old and was basically just sharp as a tack right up until the end. And she had many, many children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. I don't even know the numbers. It's a lot. Now, she passed away many years ago now. But with her life that I know, now, obviously, I only know a portion of it, and my experience with her is what it is. Now, she was an Irish woman, and from what I can gather, a very strong And she was definitely the matriarch of the family on the Irish side. If you recall, my parents, one is Irish, one is Sicilian. This is my dad's side, the Irish side. And when my grandmother would come over, it was very different than the Italian side. Not better or worse. It was just different. And my grandmother would come over, and I used to kind of laugh that it was kind of like holding court. Because she did want to know what everyone was doing in their lives, and it was really nice. And we would almost literally filter in one by one. You know, my, my dad or mom would sit us with grandma, even up until our you know, teens and stuff. And we would sit down next to her and everybody would take turns telling her kind of the update, right? Oh, I'm in school. Oh, I'm doing this. I'm playing that thing or whatever. And she was always listening and interested. But the most important thing she always did And what she always said was, that's nice, dear. That's nice, dear. She didn't stir. She didn't create drama. She didn't ask probing questions. Good thing, bad thing right there. I don't know if that's good or bad, but she didn't. She listened. She absorbed. She said, that's nice, dear. And you know what? It was nice, or it is nice. But she didn't have to own 
everything going on from all her grandchildren and great-grandchildren. That's nice, dear. I'm sure it helped her um, in many ways, uh, but I'm sure, A, just keeping track of so many kids and grandkids and everything would be nearly impossible. But it also showed a level of wisdom. And there's wisdom to be found everywhere. At one particular tough time in my life, um, and I don't think I've ever actually spoken about this, when I took the bar, I actually missed it the first time by three points. Now, when you pass the bar, or at least back when I took the bar, when you pass the bar exam to become a lawyer, you don't know what your score is if you pass. But if you don't pass, then you find out by how much you missed it. I missed it by three points. I think that was like one question or something like that. And, of course, this is after three years of your life, $100,000 of loans, lots of of work and study and torture. <laughs> and then you put everything in onto this one test and you take it and you miss it by three points. So that was extremely devastating. And that was in the year 2000. And I remember being completely devastated and calling my parents to let them know that I had missed by three points. Now, my dad, who's probably listening to this, <laughs> is much like his mother in many ways. Especially now, the way I can, my relationship with him, as we've both gotten older, he's full of wisdom. He doesn't have to emotionally invest in a lot of the drama of all the people in his life. And that, and that is smart. That is like what his mother did. That's nice, dear. Now, he may not say that's nice, dear. But we, uh, we know that dad doesn't have to, he doesn't have to own it all. And, and the lesson is none of us, frankly, have to own everyone's stuff. But I called my dad on that day, that devastating day when I thought, oh my, I, I just missed the bar by three points. I owe all this money. I'm not going to be a lawyer. What the heck did I just do for the last three years of my life? And in the few words that he did say on that phone call, he spoke a parable that's been around a long time. And many of you may have heard this before. Up until then, I had never heard it. I've heard it a few times since, but I'll never forget it. And thanks to the internet, I've always, I'm always able to look it up. Good thing, bad thing. Who knows? After I told my dad I didn't pass the bar, he said, good thing, bad thing. Who knows? There was once a farmer who owned a horse and had a son. One day, his horse ran away. The neighbors came to express their concern. Oh, that's bad. How are you going to work the fields now? The farmer replied, good thing, bad thing. Who knows? In a few days, his horse came back and brought another horse with her. Now the neighbors were glad. Oh, how lucky you are. Now you can do twice as much work as before. The farmer replied, good thing, bad thing, who knows. The next day, the farmer's son fell off the new horse and broke his leg. The neighbors were concerned again. Now that he is incapacitated, he can't help you around the house. That's bad. 
The farmer replied, Good thing, bad thing. Who knows? Soon, the news came that a war broke out, and all the young men were required to join the army. The villagers were sad because they knew that many of their young men will not be coming back. The farmer's son, he could not be drafted because of the broken leg. His neighbors were envious. How lucky you are. You get to keep your only son. The farmer replied, Good thing, bad thing. Who knows? The story illustrates Eastern wisdom to reserve judgment, remain in the present. This avoids stress and worry, something I've talked about many times, staying present and how difficult it can be. But like my grandmother, that's nice, dear. She didn't have to absorb all of the drama. Just like in the parable, the neighbors happy, sad, scared, whatever, for the son and the farmer. Good thing, bad thing. Who knows? Stay in the present. Don't worry about the future. Don't think about the past very much. Use it maybe to guide you making different decisions. Evaluate it, review it, but it's gone. The future, it's not here. You can't do anything about it. Just stay present. That is a good thing. The Kevin McNally Show. Happy New Year. Looking forward to talking to you all soon. 